fighting for freedom every day. They are absolutely desperate to pretend the last four years never happened and for them to go back to what they like to do before, which is create these massive spending bills to pretend that it's really, really important to you when you only get about 5% of what's in the bill and they can't do it because we're aware of it. We're paying attention to it and they don't like that. This is the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Thank you, Joe Biden. Thank you very much. I needed a good laugh today after watching your ridiculous, absurd press conference about the Omicron variant and COVID-19. Thank you so much. You gave me the comical laugh for the day. You are the class clown for the day. I appreciate that very much. It was much needed after a wild, wacky Tuesday that is the... Tuesday before Christmas. Welcome into the Voice of Reason broadcasting live out of the heart of the nation here in Wichita, Kansas on our flagship radio station. We are all over the country, radio, TV, live streaming, and podcasting. You can find us anywhere you need to right here on the Voice of Reason. Welcome aboard your millennial general reporting for duty. I tell you, it's hysterical. It is funny to watch the left-wingers lose their mind. It is funny to watch them. I'm telling you, today was the tale of desperation from Democrats to try and salvage what legacy Joe Biden has had over the first year of his administration. I'm telling you, we have Joe Manchin that completely destroyed them on the Build Back Better plan. They're in scramble mode, panic mode, anarchy mode right now in the Democrat ranks of the DNC trying to figure out how to move forward. And I'm telling you, this is a monumental stage right now. We are in a historic, monumental moment, and we don't even realize it. Do you know right now that at this moment, unless they get something new with this Build Back Better plan, which I think they'll find some type of happy compromise and move forward with something towards the end of the year because they're going to hit the panic button here soon. But if this, if they don't, right now, we are at a historical pivoting point. For the first time ever, we could see a government socialist safety net program like the child tax credit monthly check that we're receiving in the mail go away for the first time ever i'm telling you i've never seen this before for the first time ever we're witnessing the dying off of a government socialized program that's never happened in the history of the government before so they're in panic mode we'll get to that in a second i have enough audio clips to play a four uh, four hour talk show today and we're going to try and cram it into one hour programming because that's just all the time we have left so uh we're going to try and cram as much of it in as we can we'll get to the child tax credit we'll get to the build back better plan joe manchin the republicans and the democrats in a moment but joe biden well done buddy you you really stand up stellar job today on this whole COVID-19 Omicron variant lying through your teeth manipulation just crap that you speeded throughout the day today it was hysterical it was fun to watch and we have a new audio clip that we're going to play from Joe Biden all the time now because I found it hilarious stop it stop it now stop. <laughs> stop it stop it now he was so angry at people that were spreading misinformation about COVID-19 and the unvaccinated because of misinformation. Just stop spreading that misinformation. Stop it. Stop it now. <laughs> Welcome into the show. Radio, TV, live streaming, and podcasting. Welcome again to the OpsLens team as well, OpsLens.com. You can watch us live stream on there. On the website, you can download the app. You can see it on the social media. We're all over the place with those guys. And a huge thank you to being able to jump on board with their network as well. All right, I want to play some of the... By the way, coming up at the bottom of the hour, uh, a great guest that we've had on, Dr. Uh, Salvatore Giorgiani. He's a doctor and an expert with the Men's Health Network. So we'll chat with him coming up at the bottom of the hour. We'll talk about the vaccine database. I'll also pick his brain about the Omicron variant. Now, I will say... 
Him and I differ on the vaccine because he is all for the vaccine, so we'll talk about that and have some fun with it and discuss it with him at the bottom of the hour. But looking forward to Salvatore Giorgiani coming on the program in just a little bit from the Men's Health Network. Joe Biden just not knowing what the hell to talk about. First off, he was dull. He was boring. He was almost whispering. He's kind of like my governor here in Kansas, the angry librarian, as I like to call her, where you whisper, but you whisper sternly. You whisper sternly. Stop it. Stop it now. <laughs> That's about as exciting as he actually got throughout the entire thing. And I could go through and nitpick every single thing that he said. We just don't have time to do it. So we'll just kind of run through some of the hot points here. But it did almost make me fall on the ground today off of my chair when I heard him say this. Maybe. If it wants Look, to play. Let me give it to you straight again. Omicron is serious, potentially deadly business for unvaccinated people. Okay, not true. Let me be clear. Thanks to the prior administration and our scientific community, America is one of the first countries to get the vaccine. Wait, what? Did I hear that right? Did I hear that right? Joe Biden stepping away from the cue cards for just a second, and he admitted the prior administration did something good. Now, I know he's going to get reamed by Kamala Harris in the, uh, tonight, you know, when they chain him up and they whip him or whatever the hell they do behind the scenes. I don't really know. It is totally absurd. <laughs> I'm saying they're going to punish him for saying that. How dare you give the prior administration credit for anything? Now, it's true that Donald Trump did come out with the uh, vaccine early on, that he took it, that the Democrats took it, and then said they wouldn't take it if it was something coming out of the Donald Trump administration. So it shocks me. Look, let me give it to you straight again. Omicron is serious, potentially deadly business for unvaccinated people. Let me be clear. Thanks to the prior administration and our scientific community, America is one of the first countries to get the vaccine. Yeah, wild. Blew my mind. I could not believe he said that. Mind blown today here on the show. So well done. I, you know you what? Even a blind squirrel finds a nut every once in a while, and you could be spot on once in a while. Donald Trump did come up with the vaccine. And a lot of people took it, and it didn't go public until towards the last month or two of the administration in, like, December, January. But it was there. And then the Bidens obviously took it and ran with it. But look, so he comes out with his plan because of what the prior administration does. This entire speech today was the safe face. Because what did he do? What was the actual plan after the whole, you need to get vaccinated, you're going to kill people if you don't get vaccinated, you're going to die if you don't get vaccinated, you're going to be the most horrible human being in the world if you don't get vaccinated. What was the actual plan? Is the exact same plan that Donald Trump actually implemented in 2020 throughout the entire time of his administration. But starting next month, private insurance will also cover at-home testing. So you can order a test online and get reimbursed. We're providing access to free at-home tests for those who may have insurance as well, may not have insurance, I should say, as well. But it's not enough. We have to do more. We have to do better. And we will. Starting this week, the federal government will set up emergency testing sites in areas that need additional testing capacity. Doesn't make any sense. Now, along with that, he talked about trying to get out more PPP, which he admitted. He's like, oh, that's what we did before. Get out more PPP, get out more gowns, get out more masks, get out more this, get out more this. They're acting as if 
the the COVID-19 pandemic is where it was at the early stages of 2020. Their thought process right now is it didn't work when we came in to save the day as the great shining you know guy in shining armor or his head was just shining because he's so old and bald. Whatever the case was, that Joe Biden was supposed to waltz right in, ride the white horse to come in, save the day, open up the pandemic, stop us and end the pandemic by the beginning of 2021 or at least by summertime with 2021, and then say, look, we were able to save it in six months after Donald Trump fought with it for over a year. That was their goal. It didn't work. So now their plan is to reboot the package because, again, Democrats can't think outside of the box or come up with new ideas. So they regurgitate the old ways of scaring you, saying the pandemic is back. We have to shut everything down again when it's not. But they say it is, so that way they can come back and say, wow, we saved the day this time we have it, and this time we're able to do something. They're expanding PPPs again. They're trying to shut things down again. They're putting in a vaccine mandate again because apparently one of the federal courts actually upheld the OSHA mandate, which is crap, and we'll get to that in a second as well. But then he's trying to get the military out there into the public. Next, we're preparing hospitals for what's coming. Those 40 unvaccinated adults have a good chance of getting COVID-19, and some of you will get very sick. That'll mean hospitals are going to get extremely stressed, extremely stressed again, both in terms of equipment as well as personnel to care for those who get sick. That's why my administration has stockpiled and prepositioned millions of gowns, gloves, Masks and ventilators, we call a PPP. We're ready to send them immediately to any state that needs more. In addition, I've directed the Pentagon to mobilize an additional 1,000 troops to be deployed to help staff local hospitals and expand capacity. That's 1,000 military doctors, nurses, and medics. All right, I would like to remind you, this is the exact same plan that Donald Trump implemented in 2020 again. The PPPs, the gowns, the masks, the whatever, the hand sanitizer, all the other stuff that you need to try and operate your business and hospitals and so on and so forth, along with uh, it, uh, administering the military personnel to go and assist hospitals when you need to. That's what they did. And if you remember back in the day... The Democrat states like New York said, no, we don't want your garbage. We want to do it ourselves. And then they failed miserably because you can see the state of New York that's in that they're in right now. We didn't need half of it. But now they're it, it, remember, too, we're investigating the Trump administration in Congress for how they handled the covid-19 pandemic because apparently they didn't do a good enough job. So now we have a lesser variant that is now officially killed one person, one person in the U.S., it's 75% of all the cases in the U.S. Just today, we confirmed another 300,000, almost 300,000 cases in the United States. 75% of those are Omicron variants. So let's just round up and say 200,000 of those cases of the 300,000 are actually Omicron variants. One person has died in the U.S. in Texas. And they were an individual that was unvaccinated. That had a laundry list of health issues. Now, I don't know, again, whether it was the actual cause of death or whether it was, oh, he tested positive. He was asymptomatic, didn't know about it, had a whole lot of health issues, but he had Omicron. So there it is, the first confirmed death. That would be a total of two cases worldwide that we know of, one in London and one in Texas now, after massive amounts of cases are all over the place because it is the least deadly of the variants out of all of them and that's saying something for a virus with the original that had less than a one percent death rate in it as well not to mention they're focusing billions of dollars 
on to testing worldwide and nationwide here. What Joe Biden said, billions of dollars in testing for your home testing kit. You can send it to your home. You can test it. Your private insurance is going to cover it. I'm curious on how they actually force the private insurance companies to do that one. Because supposedly they don't have control over the private industry. (laughs) That's a joke. You can now order it through your insurance. You can get your testing kit to do it at home because it's about testing, testing, testing. You really want to know the accurate numbers that you can actually get. You have to test the entire population of, what, 340, 350 million people in the U.S.? You actually have to test every one of them. Because the latest study that we read yesterday, according to study finds, there is an additional 40% of people out there outside of who have been tested who are asymptomatic who never knew they had it. So you take the however many total, let's see, let's do a quick little search here uh let me find it all right total cases in the u.s are at 51.2 million total deaths are at 800,000 so that right there is a very different thing total cases versus confirmed deaths of 800,000 that 800,000 like we've mentioned before is a bunch of crap but we'll go with it for now 800,000 deaths 51 million cases now take that 51 million and add another 40 percent to that one then take that large sum of a number to the 107,000 deaths that we have in the u.s and you can see we're way below a one percent death rate but yeah we're still paranoid about this virus and that's regular variant or that's the regular original uh, uh covid19 then you take the delta variant that's way less severe then you take the omicron that has killed one person in the u.s when out of the 300,000 new cases 75% of them are Omicron, and one person has died. We're panicky over ridiculousness right now. They're blaming it on the unvaccinated, which is completely 100% inaccurate, and then they're trying to lock things down and do a Trump-rebooted 2.0 plan to shut things down, get PPP out there, and come back and say they saved the day. This is all politics. This is all garbage. This is all just a show to try and salvage the Uh, legacy of the first year of the Biden administration, and it doesn't seem to be working because most people are kind of catching on kind of quickly. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier with The Voice of Reason. Fighting for conservative principles seems more difficult all the time. The progressive left seems to find new and creative ways to limit freedom, abuse power, and trample the Constitution each and every day. That's why we need the knowledge, resources, and common sense to push back. And we can help with that. Visit our website at HoosierReason.com. There's some really great stuff for you. You can read the latest blog discussing topical issues and current events. Let us know your thoughts by filling out our monthly survey. Keep track of what I might be doing or where I may be speaking. Listen to the podcast of your favorite guest or show. And check out our latest Voice of Reason product infomercials. Plus, you can find upcoming show schedules and guest lineups to plan your radio listening appropriately. And finally, make sure to become a Hoosier Holic by subscribing to the free newsletter. Stay up to date on the latest news of the show, fun facts of the month, and learn new ways to defend and preserve this great republic. It's all there at HoosierReason.com. Again, HoosierReason.com. Go check it out. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite, when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at HoosierReason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or find our contact information at HoosierReason.com. 
Miss part of the show? Don't worry about it. There's plenty of ways to catch the program, and here's how you can do it. First, make sure to tune in every day right here on your favorite radio station. We're here for you. Second, subscribe to the podcast on any of your favorite sites. YouTube and iTunes, Spotify and Google Play, TuneIn, Podbean, and more. Have the show automatically downloaded to your favorite device. Last, visit our website at HoosierReason.com. You can listen to the podcast, catch our special features, and more. It's the voice of reason on radio, TV, and online, helping you defend and preserve this great republic. You're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. All right, I'm sorry. I got a little worked up in that last segment. Good golly. There's a lot to get to. I know there's a lot of numbers in there, too, that just kind of glaze over for some individuals. We'll break it down slower so people can understand it as well, but come on. All right. Got to go a little zen here. Got to get a little, uh, just calm down and just relax a little bit. It was the entertainment that was from Biden. The sad part is there are so many that actually buy this garbage. They're concerned about hospitalization rates. I want to read to you. Now, this is just pertinent to my local area. So if your area is different, this is not related to you. But this is just a general uh, example of what we could see potentially across the U.S. I have had to some of my local elected officials in the Wichita, Kansas area where I'm flagshipped out of from some uh, individuals who sent me this link that shows me hospitalization rates for every hospital in my region. And there are two major hospitals, one called Ascension Via Christi, one called, I don't remember the other one, doesn't really matter. Um, uh, There's two major hospitals. One of them here shows there are a total of 1,100 inpatient hospital beds and 129 ICU beds. It shows the percentage of how many of them are full and then a seven-day average of hospitalizations due to COVID-19. There are a total of 1,100, over 1,100 beds at this specific hospital, and out of 1,100, 673 of them are used, meaning that they are at a 60% capacity. Now, ICU beds are a little bit of, a little bit more full, 127 out of 129. They do not specify how many COVID-19 patients are actually of those 127, but the ICU beds are at near 98% capacity. But out of total, the 1,100 patient beds in the hospital, there are 78 on average, a seven-day average of hospitalization from COVID-19, there are 78 patients. Out of 1,100 beds potentially available for them, 78 Please tell me how the COVID-19 virus is what's overwhelming the hospitals. Can you explain that to me? Now, again, again. Again, I say this is pertinent only to my local area, but it's an example of what we could see around the nation right now, no matter where you may be listening. Because while they say that's what's going to override the hospitals, the overriding is people doing other things. And then they say, oh, the five people that came in with COVID, they're overrunning the hospital because they were at max capacity before and now we're topped and we can't handle it. So they blame the person that's, you know, vaccinated or unvaccinated going to the hospital with COVID as opposed to someone who didn't stop eating the bonbons and is 400 pounds and is getting a triple bypass heart surgery and saying, you're not at fault. You're using up a bed. But that damn COVID patient, man, if they just would have gotten vaccinated, then things would be fine and the hospitals would just be able to operate as normal. This is, this is where we're at in society now. It's a selective rage. 
It's a selective responsibility. It's not your responsibility if you've made terrible you know, life decisions and have smoked all your life and now you have lung cancer and you're using up an ICU bed. It's not your fault if you're 400 pounds and extremely obese and that you need a heart transplant because your heart gave out. It's not your fault if you've made bad personal decisions, but it is your fault if you didn't get vaccinated and you get sick from COVID-19. Or even if you did get vaccinated but didn't get the booster and end up getting COVID-19. It's a selective rage and it's a selective responsibility that they're trying to take just for political gain and it's really sick and then they take it to another level trying to take the young kids name how many kids in total out of all the variants of covid how many children have died under the age of 18 i'll wait because it's not very many one thing you can and must do while we wait vaccines for children under five get yourself fully vaccinated and boosted as well as those Wait, did I hear that right? They're working on a vaccine for children under five. I don't know of any infants that have died from COVID-19. In fact, if you are younger than five, let's say you're an actual infant infant, one year or less, you're probably still on mommy's milk. If mommy's had the vaccine or if has COVID, you probably have natural immunity that you're giving to your baby. But now we need to give them the vaccine as well, because by golly, that's just what we have to do. This is getting sick, I'm telling you. It's getting sick. It's getting over the top. And we're starting to recognize it has nothing to do about the virus. It has everything to do about control and money and power and stupidity, playing on the stupidity of people that fall for this garbage. But we'll see how correct I am with Dr. Salvatore Giorgiani coming up next after the break right here on The Voice of Reason. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. While you listen to the delightful broadcast of The Voice of Reason, don't forget to check us out and follow us on all of our social media sites. Whether you're using Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Minds.com, or Instagram, we're there for you. Find us at Hoosier Reason on any of your social media platforms. You'll see special commentary, links to the articles and news that we use on the show, and videos of the broadcast. Plus, you can directly send us a message on social media during the show to let me know your thoughts. Many already do, and it's a great chat room for all of our great listeners. And you can always sign up for the Patreon site to get exclusive content, maybe hear show products before we air them on the radio, and a lot more. And when you support us on Patreon, you also help the show be able to fight for conservative values each and every day. So it's a win-win. Just find us at Hoosier Reason on all of your social media platforms, or you can find a link to all of our social media sites on our website at HoosierReason.com. We know you're on social media already, so bring some reason into your day. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do. When Reason Meets Radio. You're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Darn right you are. Welcome back into the program. Thanks for hanging out with us today. Radio, TV, live streaming, podcasting, multiple radio stations, multiple TV stations, live streaming. By the way, I I got to apologize for our new listeners on the Opslins, which we have teamed up with Opslins. You can visit them, Opslins.com. You can download the Opslins app. Massive amount of followers on there, massive amount of subscribers. So welcome aboard. Thanks for listening to the show. I've been on here for two days and I haven't given you my links to my social media or my website, so I apologize for that. Unless you are watching, you do see the little streaming down at the bottom of the video feed, but you can find us on all of our social media with the handle at Hoosier Reason, H-O-O-S-E-R Reason. Also, website at HoosierReason.com. And I appreciate the follow there. You can also uh, subscribe to our podcast 
with the voice of reason with Andy Hoosier on any of your favorite podcasting sites. I got a call today, real quickly. I got a call from a uh, one of the agencies we use for some of the guests that we book on the program, and she focuses primarily on congressional candidates or candidates uh, running for office. She called up and said that there's a candidate out of California who knows the show, who listens to the show, and who wants to come on, which is great. I love it. have no clue how we found the show because I don't have any radio affiliates in California yet, although out of our downloads for the podcast, California is like our second or third state with the most amount of downloads every single month. I don't know how you guys found us in California, but welcome. Thank you. I love you guys. And it's awesome to have you aboard. So uh, for whether you're on the OpsLens app, whether you download the podcast, whether you do listen to the radio stations that we have right now and more are coming very soon, welcome. Thanks. And we appreciate you very, very much. I don't want to waste any time. I want to get to our guest for the day. What's trending today? You got to flip screens. That way we got it right there. Really excited to have him on as obviously a perfect day to have this after the the Biden speech today. That was absolutely hysterical. And again, to folks who are not vaccinated, you might think you're putting only yourself at risk. But it's your choice. Your choice is not just a choice about you. It affects other people. <laughs> is that true? Because... From what I understand, the Omicron variant, when it first came out of South Africa, the doctors had said that, oh, this is what this one's more prevalent because it spreads faster and it affects people that aren't vaccinated or are vaccinated because it's completely immune to the vaccine. The first case in the United States came out of California from a vaccinated person. Now, the first death that was reported today came out of Texas from a someone who is not uh, vaccinated, but also had numerous health risk issues. What the heck's the story with all this? Super excited to have on the program. We've had him on before. He is the senior science advisor to the Men's Health Network. You can find him online at menshealthnetwork.org. It's Dr. Salvatore Giorgiani. Dr. Sal, how are you, my friend? I'm doing very, very well, Andy. Thank you for having me back on. Oh, it's great to have you on the program. I appreciate it. This Omicron variant doesn't reach the lung tissue like the original variant or the Delta variant does. The doctors out of South Africa say it really gives you kind of a sniffle, but not that bad of an issue. Out of the 75% of all the COVID cases in the U.S. that are now apparently the Omicron, that's in like 38 or 40 states, we've had one person officially die. Is this something we have to panic about? Well, no, I don't I don't think we've had to really panic about anything for six, eight, ten months. Certainly in the beginning, in 2020, uh, we had a lot of uncertainty. We didn't have any therapeutics that we could rely on. We didn't have any vaccines. We were just getting vaccines that we could think about using. So we're in a very, very different place in the uh, at the almost the beginning of 2022 than we were uh, about two years ago. So, yes, uh, we always should be watchful. We always should be waiting and analyzing data. We always need to update data. But I don't think anybody, particularly this time of year, when people need a mental break and then some joyous celebration, I don't think we need to be panicking. We need to be careful and watchful. And I think that's one of the take-homes that I advise folks. Be watchful. Know your circumstances. Know your family. Know your own medical history. Uh, have a conversation with your local physician, your pharmacist, the nurse practitioner, someone who knows you, knows your community, knows what's going on in your area. Omicron is, uh, you know, something we need to be watching. It does spread very quickly. It is apparently very, very different in how it attacks the system than the other variants. And actually, uh, if it holds up, 
that it attacks the nasal pharynx and in the lung and the, the throat instead of deep down into the lower respiratory tract in the lungs. Uh, that's actually not a very very bad thing. That's actually a good variant to have. Yeah. That's right. And like you mentioned, it's using common sense. I mean, there is one positive. I'm always a glass half, a glass half full kind of guy, always the eternal optimist. My wife gets mad at me for that once in a while, and uh, as do others. I always try to find the positive on this stuff. There is something good that came out of this last year and a half, two years with COVID-19, and that is the fact that we can use common sense. You don't just randomly cough on someone in their bubble. You don't sneeze on yourself and then go and shake someone's hand. You wash your hands if you do get into a mess like that. Not that I go over sterilizing with a whole bunch of, uh, you know, chloroseptic stuff or with the hand sanitizer because we need, you know, antibodies and we need viruses to be in contact with to build an immune system. I don't like living in a bubble, but you take common step precautions. As you mentioned, if you have a 90-year-old grandmother, you don't go up to her and start sneezing and coughing and rub it all over when you give her a hug. You take extra precautions. If you do that stuff, we would be just fine here, wouldn't we? Yes, uh, very true. Uh, if And hopefully grandma has been vaccinated, had the, her two vaccines and then the booster, uh, and that will restore immunologic competence. Uh, for the Pfizer and Moderna boosters and most likely the J&J uh, vaccination as well, to restore the immunologic competence to the, the level that we foresaw with the alpha, the wild strain, uh, and even the delta variant. So I think Omicron is doing a lot of, we suspect, and we need another little bit of time to know for sure, Eddie, but Omicron is doing what viruses do when they move towards the track of becoming endemic. That is that it's not a pandemic, but little isolated pockets of outbreaks, as we would see with uh, the seasonal flu. Yeah. Uh, it's becoming easier to transmit and less lethal. Why? Viruses exist to exist. That's their job, is to pro procreate and be around. So they like doing that by transmitting easily and readily, and that's why it, this variant seems to colonize the nose and the mouth much better, much more uh much higher levels, uh, and but it doesn't kill the host. It doesn't make the host deathly sick. It just makes the host feel very bad, particularly if you've been vaccinated. Yeah. Is it true, and this has been kind of a, in a basic understanding, at least to me, I'm not a doctor, I don't have any medical experience, obviously you do. Is it true that as viruses mutate uh, to stay in existence, we create a vaccine to stop one, it tries to mutate to try and stay alive because that's what it does as a living organism, that as it mutates and if it becomes more transmissible or easily transmissible, then it becomes less severe because it essentially waters itself down just to stay in effect. Yes, exactly. That's that's natural selection. You don't want to kill the host. Uh, now, there is one subtlety and nuance to all of this that still, and this is again why I urge vigilance, while we still need to be mindful of circumstances, this variant could mutate another way. It could mutate to become more uh, you know, lethal. I don't know that that's the track it's on, but there are about 17 other types of variants that are out there. And some people say it's even more than that. Uh, indeed, the Omicron variant has several, 50, 57 different mutations in it somewhere along the line. Uh, so they can evolve. We're hoping that it evolves in the way that Darwinism would have predicted, and that's to survive. Um, I did listen to President Biden today, and one thing I think he said that I am very happy to hear is that they are going to make it make testing kits available 
to everyone uh, or to people who want them, which I think is the right way to do it, not force you to have them or force you to test. They are going to make testing kits available as of next month, uh, presumably. That's the way it's going to work. I, I need to see some of the details. They were a little sketchy on details, but a good intent is there. Yeah. And I think that's very important for another reason, Andy, because as we have learned so much about this virus, we now have not only vaccines to prevent the spread, to create dead ends for transmission, dead ends for lethal mutations, but we also have therapeutic agents, including Paxlovid from Pfizer and to other extent, uh, Melpinavar from Merck, which may or may not ultimately be the drug that we use a lot. But we do have orally administered capsules that are antivirals that can treat it. These antivirals have to be given within five days, three to five days to be ultimately effective. So it's very important for people to have those test kits at home and know how to test. And then if they do get symptoms of COVID, because if you're older or at risk for other medical conditions, you can get access to these products, which I am hoping FDA does not delay in the pipeline for some bureaucratic or other reason. Yeah. That is a good point. We're talking with Dr. Salvatore Giorgiani. He's the Senior Science Advisor for Men's Health Network. He's also the Chair Emeritus for the American Public Health Association and the former Alumni Association Board Member for Columbia University School of Public Health as well. So obviously having this major background in health is really important for this time. we got just about 45 seconds or so left here. But he also mentioned during this working on a vaccine for children under the, five, the age of five years old. Is that really necessary during this time right now as well? Uh, don't forget, every every child under five years old is not healthy and robust. There are children under five who do have concomitant medical conditions, which may make them predisposed to severe disease. So I think that uh, I would be very cautious about giving it to those children. Uh, there are probably some who have immunologic problems, um, and they are good candidates. As for the rest of the population, again, it becomes a matter of making sure that we don't allow a more lethal strain of this virus to pop its ugly head up. So if that we do see that, then absolutely we should be vaccinating as many children as we need to. There we go. Dr. Right Sal- now, I don't think it's necessary. Not necessary right now. Yeah, Dr. Sal, it's great to talk to you, my friend. We're out of time. we got to get you back on the show again real soon here. Anytime. Have a Merry Christmas. Hey, Merry Christmas to you, my friend. Always a pleasure. That's Dr. Salvatore Giorgiani from the Men's Health Network. We appreciate that. Lots of stuff to dissect and break down. We'll do that when we come back here on the show. It's a Tuesday here on The Voice of Reason, trying to cover everything we can in a one-hour program. Stay here. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier with The Voice of Reason. Fighting for conservative principles seems more difficult all the time. The progressive left seems to find new and creative ways to limit freedom, abuse power, and trample the Constitution each and every day. That's why we need the knowledge, resources, and common sense to push back, and we can help with that. Visit our website at HoosierReason.com. There's some really great stuff for you. You can read the latest blog discussing topical issues and current events. Let us know your thoughts by filling out our monthly survey. Keep track of what I might be doing or where I may be speaking. Listen to the podcast of your favorite guest or show. And check out our latest Voice of Reason product infomercials. Plus, you can find upcoming show schedules and guest lineups to plan your radio listening appropriately. And finally, make sure to become a Hoosier-holic by subscribing to the free newsletter. Stay up to date on the latest news of the show, fun facts of the month, and learn new ways to defend and preserve this great republic. It's all there at HoosierReason.com. Again, HoosierReason.com. Go check it out. Why? 
because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do. Miss part of the show? Don't worry about it. There's plenty of ways to catch the program, and here's how you can do it. First, make sure to tune in every day right here on your favorite radio station. We're here for you. Second, subscribe to the podcast on any of your favorite sites. YouTube and iTunes, Spotify and Google Play, TuneIn, Podbean, and more. Have the show automatically downloaded to your favorite device. Last, visit our website at HoosierReason.com. You can listen to the podcast, catch our special features, and more. It's the voice of reason on radio, TV, and online, helping you defend and preserve this great republic. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite, when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at HoosierReason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or find our contact information at HoosierReason.com. You're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Is it really almost over already? Holy cow, it flies right on by. I don't care what any other host says. We are by far the fastest hour of radio on radio, plus the TV and the live streaming everywhere else as well. Thanks for hanging out with us today for a Tuesday. I Thanks again to Dr. Sal, Dr. Salvatore Giorgiani coming on the program, Men's Health Network, menshealthnetwork.org. You can check those guys out. I love having on the program, obviously super smart guy. I will disagree on the one sense of the children under the age of five getting it. I really don't like the children under the age of 12 or 18 or whatever those weird lines were that uh, have come out trying to get vaccinated as well. I don't like that. Under the age of five, the first five years are absolutely prevalent for a child's immune system to learn either to be able to build up an immune system to something by getting exposed and being able to deal with it, or to not having that natural ability to build up an immunity and relying solely on vaccines for the rest of your life because you don't know how to do it naturally. I'm more of a natural guy for those new listeners that we have. I am a very much so, call me whatever you want to. I am all about the holistic healing. I am all about the natural healing. And I'm going to, in every opportunity that I can, I'm going to take those options before I take a vaccine. I'm about vitamins. I am about the, uh, my, what is it, iron and magnesium and D3 and whatever else that you have for a natural holistic immune system. I'll tell you the story about Mrs. Voice of Reason, my wife, uh, later on when we have more time on the show, and how that stuff has actually done way more for her than what doctors have for years to where we had to file medical bankruptcy a few years ago. Saved her. Feels so much better because of some of the natural holistic approaches that she's doing. I will take that over anything when we can, you get a virus, you drink antiviral tea. You don't want to run out and get an immune to uh, get a vaccine. The age of five is when you want kids eating dirt outside in the sandbox because you want them to build up an immunity. You want them to get sick. You want them to know how to fight it naturally. So that way they're not having to live in a bubble the rest of their life. If you have your kids running around constantly with hand sanitizer and with Lysol, and washing their hands every five seconds, they're never going to build an immune system. They're never going to learn how to actually be sick and recover from it. And I'm all for it. My little voice of reason, my daughter is seven years old. We have one child. She's seven years old. And I refuse to allow her to live in that bubble. I want her to go out and play in the dirt. I want her to get her hands dirty. I want her to get exposed to things. She is not. It, it, what broke my heart, what really broke my heart, when this whole pandemic first started and everybody's like, what do we do? I don't know how we handle this. I don't know what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to be quarantined. And what really bothered me and what set me off down this road 
of we're not going to take this crap anymore was in the middle of the Trump administration, middle of 2020, and everybody's locked down. We have no clue what to expect. We're waiting. We're seeing all these case numbers. Then we start seeing the protests coming out where, you know, it was okay to go out and protest a mass of tens of thousands of Black Lives Matter protesters without masks, but you weren't allowed to go to work and actually make a living for yourself or open your own mom and pop shop. And things were just starting to get to that point of, huh, things aren't quite adding up the way we need to. At that time, we did have masks. I did not wear mine, even though you were supposed to. I didn't really go anywhere, but I refused to wear them because I just wasn't going to do it. Like, screw that. If you made me wear a mask and I wasn't going to go into your shop, I just wasn't going to. My wife, however, because she has lupus and medical issues, she did. Okay, fine. She also had our little one wearing a mask as well because, well, she's little and she wants to be the mama bear protecting the little one. Okay, cool. Totally understandable at that point in the game for the COVID-19 pandemic. What really got me was our little one at seven years old, six years, was it? It was six years old at the time. <laughs> Lose track after all these years, good golly. She was six years old playing outside, and what do we see is we see her washing rocks with soap and water in the sink and then putting masks on them. And why? Why are you doing Why are you washing the rocks and putting masks on Because I don't want them to get sick with COVID and with the, with the virus. Because she loved rocks, she found pretty rocks all over the place, and she was worried the rocks were going to get the virus, her playing outside just in her imaginatory world. She wanted some sense of control, so she was washing the rocks with soap and water and putting masks on them because she wanted to protect them. That's where I drew the line and said, enough of this crap. We're not living in fear. This is not going to be the way we teach our kid and raise her growing up being fearful of a virus. We're not going to teach her that way. We're going to teach her to be healthy, to do proper diet, to do the proper exercise, to live a healthy lifestyle, to take your vitamins and do your, do your thing, and to build up an immunity naturally. No longer am I going to teach my six, seven-year-old daughter at that time to wear a mask and be fearful of everyone you come in contact with and everywhere you go because the government says it's very dangerous. I'm not doing it. Not doing it. That's where I drew the line. That broke my heart over a year ago, and I'm never going to get to that level again. Ever. Never giving her the vaccine either. When she's 18, she can choose what she wants to do, but <laughs> she's got some time until then. So until then, we'll continue to do it our way. Until then, be your own voice of reason. Be the catalyst of change in your community. It's time for you to speak up, speak out, speak loud, speak proud, speak the truth, and always speak some reason. This is The Voice of Reason. I'm Andy Hoosier. We'll see you on the radio tomorrow right here on the show. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. While you listen to the delightful broadcast of The Voice of Reason, don't forget to check us out and follow us on all of our social media sites. Whether you're using Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Minds.com, or Instagram, we're there for you. Find us at Hoosier Reason on any of your social media platforms. You'll see special commentary, links to the articles and news that we use on the show, and videos of the broadcast. Plus, you can directly send us a message on social media during the show to let me know your thoughts. Many already do, and it's a great chat room for all of our great listeners. And you can always sign up for the Patreon site to get exclusive content, maybe hear show products before we air them on the radio, and a lot more. And when you support us on Patreon, you also help the show be able to fight for conservative values each and every day. So it's a win-win. Just find us at Hoosier Reason on all of your social media platforms, or you can find a link to all of our social media sites on our website at HoosierReason.com. We know you're on social media already, so bring some reason into your day. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do.